0: Time now for making sense of the markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori's the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity, and she joins us this morning. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are those markets doing? Last week when we talked, I remember there was a bit of a roller coaster ride going on. What's going on now?
1: There was. Yeah, markets are up strong, though, over the past week. I mean, today a little flat, but really everybody is focused on on a couple of things. And the first being second quarter earnings, uh, which continue to come in better than expected. We're seeing profits have grown by 78% on average from the same quarter a year ago, uh, which is higher than what most analysts expected. And again, as I stated last week, it's the best growth rate since 2009. And this is the busiest week for earnings season as well. we were seeing Apple report, profits have doubled uh, from the second quarter of last year. Microsoft, very strong growth as well. Google record profits. So again, things are coming in uh, very strong. Although the stocks, I would say, aren't moving as much, uh, mostly based on the fact that uh, I think people are expecting really positive earnings. Um, Markets also remain focused on uh, the positives and have been quite resilient in the face of rising cases from the Delta variant. Uh, and, you know, even like the CEOs are commenting to like the airline inter- industry, industry, uh, noting that bookings and behaviors have not really changed recently. And, uh, you know, we continue to track it closely. Obviously, uh, increase in cases, uh, are, are not positive overall, but is this going to have a huge impact on the economy at this point? Uh, you know, if they're reinstating the mask mandates in certain areas, uh, we don't believe so again. So we're looking, uh, to the future.
0: Okay, because I would imagine there'd be quite a bit of concern about that when you see what's happening in some of those states.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why, again, you know, we have a big team, we're watching the news daily, and we can act accordingly. Uh, But again, we've been through this before, right? And we've seen different um, uh, variants come to come to light. And so that's something that we are always continuously watching. Okay, so you said this is the busiest week of
0: earnings season as well. So are things looking good on the Canadian side of the border?
1: Uh, yeah we're really looking mostly at uh the u s at this point in terms of earnings uh but when we're looking at uh the economic numbers um the highlight in Canada this morning uh, is that the latest read on inflation uh, was about three point one percent in june uh and this is really falling from three point six percent last month so so that is Positive in a way, I guess you could say. Um, just because again, it's, it's not as low of a base when we're looking from of looking at inflation from last year to now. And so otherwise, last week, Friday, we saw Canadian retail sales decline 2% in May, but that's kind of to be expected because we saw, uh, further lockdowns. Estimate estimates for June call for a 4% increase, uh, after restrictions were lifted. So again, we're focusing on that. But what the markets are really looking at uh, today, again, is the U.S. Federal Reserve uh, and their comments, right? They're expected to keep interest rates low uh, at uh, a quarter point. But most importantly, are their comments and are they going to be delaying pairing back stimulus because of the increase in COVID cases that we're seeing in the U.S.? That would actually be a positive for markets if we hear that. Okay. Now, one of the
0: other things I've noticed a lot of recently, Lori, is seeing these ads on TV for kind of DIY investing, right? Do it yourself, lower fees. Like, what do you think when you see ads like that?
1: I know. Um, you know, that's, that's actually why I, I decided to, talk, to uh, talk about this on air today. I mean, the thing about do it yourself investors. Um, I think that, uh, we really saw a surge last year because of the pandemic. People were a little bored at home. They thought, you know, uh, markets are going higher. I can do this myself. Um, obviously, technology advances uh, for online um, training and so on. Uh, but a lot of those people who, who have decided to go online may not have the experience or knowledge. Uh, so there may be lower fees, but you're also possibly not getting the Um, the services that you need as well, right? Because again, when, when investing and looking at your own portfolio, it's not just about the day to day management. It's also those additional services that you're getting from professional, uh, financial teams. You know, when I, I talk all the time about financial planning and, um, retirement planning as well as estate planning, you know, people come to us for, questions, you know, should I be early gifting to my children? Should I be selling my rental property? Do I have enough to retire? Uh, you know, that that kind of advice goes a long way. The other thing about do-it-yourself investing, again, personal time. I mean, Simi, I'm sure you're a busy woman. Uh, you know, do you want to be sitting behind your computer, uh, either, you know, as you near retirement or when you're already retired, instead of enjoying life, right? I mean, I do have eight hours a day to spend on the markets. (laughs) I don't want to obsess about the ups and downs. I think that's what it comes (laughs) down
0: to. I feel like if I were doing this on my own, every little, you know, bump and hill in the markets would kind of freak me out.
1: It's true. I mean, when people are investing their own money, a lot of the time they become much more emotional, especially if you're inexperienced. Remember, if you're dealing with a financial advisor or portfolio manager that's been investing for, you know, years or decades, they've been through many corrections or crashes like I've talked about before. Uh when you're on your own, you also really might not be getting the best information that you need to make decisions at that time. Uh and also you may have you know, your spouse kind of asking what's going on. You're losing, you know, all our money and, and that yes, kind stress. of pressure. Yes. <laughs> you, you don't need that. You know, you don't want to be uh, sleeping in the same bed as your clients sometimes. So so that's where, you know, again, separating that um, is really, really important. And uh, you want to avoid that emotion in investing. Um, and most investors can't do that. You know, they can't see their portfolio drop, you know, 30, 40%, especially because most do-it-yourselfers have a buy and hold strategy, right? They're, they're not, you know, watching 30, 40, 50 stocks like myself and my team are, or other financial teams. They usually pick, you know, five to eight stocks have large holdings, uh, because they can't follow everything, right? And if those holdings go down, uh, they're unlikely to sell or really understand what's happened to the market at that time. And and lastly, I would say, you know, a big reason why we get a lot of calls is there's, you know, in um, uh, kind of in the later generations, as people age and say you are doing it yourself because you follow the markets, you think you know what you're doing. That's good for you. But what about if something happens to you? and uh, you're no longer here. Your spouse now ha- has this large online investment account that they have no idea what to do with. And that's where we get a lot of calls and people start you know, dipping their toe in, you know, here, we're going to have you manage a part of it. And really within time, to me, most people end up transferring everything because they realize, yeah, for that fee, it's a lot easier. I could enjoy life. I'm getting a lot more. Uh, than I am when I'm doing it myself. I have a lot more risk management, all those sorts of things. Again, you have to make sure you're with the right financial team. Not everybody offers the extras, right uh, and uh, and you also want to make sure that they're actively managing your portfolio um, and, uh, right. and therefore you probably will have better returns and more service for that fee that you're paying. I
0: mean you can give yourself a little bit of money to play with.
1: For sure. For sure. I mean, you have um, we have clients that have, as we call them, side accounts or play accounts, right, that they keep online. It's a great way to learn. It's a great way to keep your mind mind active, right? Uh, you just don't want to be managing your entire portfolio. Exactly. What if, you if you're, you know, your entire uh, life savings, um, especially if you don't have the time or the knowledge, you want to leave it up to the professionals for sure. That sounds stressful just thinking about that. All right, Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski,
0: Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can always contact her team directly. Their number is 604-695-LORI, or you can check out their website at pinkowski.ca.